And now, it's time for the Tech EU Drive at 5 with Robin Bouters and Dan Taylor. Let's do this. Well, all right, all right, all right. You have found it. This is the Tech EU Drive at 5. I am your host, Dan Taylor. And ladies and gentlemen, this week, believe it or not, I am joined by the inimitable... Now, you know what? I got that wrong last week, and I got called out, and I, I said inimitable. Inimitable. Like <laughs> nuclear, nuclear. Nuclear. Inimitable Robin's Underwater. Robin, how's it going? Good, good. Just got back from Cologne, where I was attending DMX. I thought you, you did smell nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I was at this big... Um, you, you probably know this if you're listening and you're in digital marketing or advertising at all. You know this conference because it's apparently one of the biggest in the world. But I've never been. It's my first time there. So, so D Mexico is that similar to D Guatemala, <laughs> D Venezuela? I mean, how did yeah, that all it, shake it's out? All, it's all the same. Um, it's uh, yeah, it was massive for 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 me. But apparently, like walking on the floor, I could hear people say about it used to be a lot bigger pre-corona of course and whatnot but it was still pretty pretty massive show i have to say did you partake in the ohm club experience the night before i didn't you know what i dude this is gonna sound really like snobbish but i was you can say shitty on this show shitty uh i was a guest of honor at the vip party and i just i had too much work it was suddenly 9 p.m in the hotel room and i just fell asleep and well, I'll tell you what, as the guy who last Friday was meant to go to a dinner party got done with an interview at just after 8 p.m. And according to Fitbit, was asleep by 1048 on a Friday night. Boy, I'll, I'll t- I don't What's happening, Robin? Either we're getting old. middle-aged or work is getting harder. Work is definitely getting harder. Yeah, it's work. The work is getting harder. Definitely, definitely getting harder. Speaking of which, should we, should we talk about European tech? Yes, let's talk about what happened in European tech this week. As this is the Drive at Five, and I've already eaten up two minutes with the pleasantries. Technically, the week starts on Sunday, right? I mean, in the Greco-Roman calendar. So this, I think so. Something. So this past Sunday, I put out a piece that was stemming off of something Monty had mentioned in episode four, I think, where he was talking about the shaky legal system in Portugal, and one judge in particular who is making uh, investors a bit wary about. Uh, sinking their money into the company. So I took it upon my shoulders and I dug into that story a bit. Now, I know I know when I ran it past you, I know the initial reaction was, uh, it's a bit light on the tech, but it is a good read. So um, yeah, I'll allow it. So I'd like to say publicly on air, thanks for letting me do that because uh, it was a bit of a pet project piece. And I do realize it is a bit loose on the tech, but you know, neither one of us are, are crypto billionaires yet. So, you know, to maybe light on the tech to us, but it might be heavy on the tech to them. So for those of you that haven't had a chance, I invite you to come on over to tech.eu and check out why the Portuguese promise might not be as sunny as it seems. What do you think, Robin? Portugal, is it still hot? Hot or not, Robin? Yay or nay? I'd say yay. Maybe not for the the reasons that the, the crypto bros uh, think it is or thought it was. Um, but it's still it's still a very interesting ecosystem for sure. Um, but I'm, it's probably going to have to be uh, like to be continued, right? Like mm. this probably isn't the end of it. Um, but I'll, I'll 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 continue. What it was an interesting read, so I hope you follow up on it and just keep keep track of uh, what's going on there. But, but yeah, yeah it, it's stuff like this that really 
sort of you, you can build a startup ecosystem from as an entrepreneur and as a community guy and an event organizer, but then you're also sort of uh, reliant on everything that else that happens around you, right? Legal system, political uh, landscape, macroeconomic factors, and whatnot. So uh, it's tough. It's it's not easy. I think there was an audio blip blip there. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, we promise after this episode, uh, Robin is going to show me his gear list, and we're going to try to get him to sound just as good as this voice does. All right, all <laughs> Finally, right. I would say. Well, listen, Robin, I know you've got a couple items, but before we do, watch this segue. Speaking of Portugal, Portuguese-based pet products and wellness provider, and the name of the company is Barkin. And they acquired the Spanish rival Happets for an undisclosed figure. I emailed them. I tweeted them. I uh, sent them a telegram and a carrier pigeon, but they still wouldn't give me the number. However, thanks to Barkin, I got to write a headline that I've been waiting to write for years now. And this comes as a direct quote from the CEO, Andre Georgiou, A with the thingy over it. Georgiou? Yes. <laughs> Exactly. Right. And in so much, he says, quote, with this acquisition, ready, we make a quantum leap in innovation towards <laughs> our personalization, especially when it comes to health and supplement issues. Ooh, hyperbole. My follow up to that was, to his credit, Jordao's view of the acquisition might be the very first sentence of pet food and quantum leap ever uttered. Wow. I mean, Barkin, love him. I just, the, keep feeding me, guys. You keep sending me this stuff, and I'll keep writing it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of these, these small deals, but interesting deals. Uh, and now just to take a, a quantum leap to, to what else is happening in Europe. Nice. Uh, I, I, I'm trying. Nice. Nice. I, I took a look at the, the numbers, the funding numbers for this, uh, this week, um, which I always do on Friday you know, for the roundup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Out of the top 10 funding rounds this week, None of them were in the UK, which is very, very rare. Five of them were in France, where things seem to be sort of picking up again. And the three top ones were also in France. So I thought that was interesting. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hold up. There were no funding announcements, keyword here being announcements, in the UK this week. I can tell you why. There were, but not in the top 10. Oh, not in the top 10. Okay, well, well I can tell you why the, the big deals didn't go out, and that was Monday. Monday was Probably the Queen's funeral. I can count four emails off the top of my head that said, oh, in light of the Queen's death, we're going to wait until... So next week, w watch the UK very closely. That's a very, very good point. So, and I will mm. watch. Uh, so, mm. But it, it, it will affect sort of the total number for this week as well. Although, although France did really get some, some really big funding rounds in. Uh, we have InnovaFeed, uh, which is an insect uh, alternative protein farm uh, startup that, that raised $250 million. Uh, Z-plug, Z-plug. <laughs> I just realized why they're called Z-plug. Uh, can, uh, can you bring me Z-plug? Are we okay? I have Z-plug uh, right here. It's the sort of thing you have to, uh, yeah, you have to uh, say it out loud. Say it out loud. Figure it out. Yeah. So, so they raised two hundred forty million euros. Uh, they, they, you know, they're an electric uh, vehicle charging uh, service operator. Uh, another similar company called Bomb, also in France, also raised uh, this time one hundred eighty million euros uh, from. A single investor, uh, which is also quite interesting, uh, but they, they operate sort of in the same field. So I thought that was the, that was an interesting thing to note for this week. Uh, lots of funding in France. Was this single investor disclosed or do we just have yeah. to assume it's Xavier Neal? 
<laughs> it wasn't. It was DIF Capital Partners, which I have ah. to say I didn't really uh, know before, but I will uh, have them on my radar from now on for sure. Well, you know what? Speaking of the slightly smaller deals, but one that makes me go, huh, was, uh, where is it? Earlier this week, Gigs, which is a Berlin-based, uh, <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. I got, I got to set the stage, right? Gigs raised $20 million, uh, via Google's early venture from Gradient YC Continuity, which I'm going to assume is a follow-on for a YC. It's the growth capital fund for Y Combinator, yeah. Right. Cool. Thank you. Uh, Speed Invest and a smorgasbord of the who's who of angel investors. Now, Berlin-based gigs. Ready? Here we go. Which hails itself as the world's first, and I even put this in the article, red flag emoji. Anytime I see world's first, I get nervous. Quote, telecom as a service platform that enables companies to offer phone and data plans through an easy-to-use API. My question was, why? And how? And how. So maybe we'll get into that in the big deal next week if we can reach uh, anybody. Because, you know, I always love these as well, where it's uh, Berlin-based everywhere you go until they do the funding announcement. Et voila, magically, they're in San Francisco all of a sudden. And I realize that has to do with Y Combinator. I wonder if that's in YC's terms and conditions. Like, if you take our money, if you join the program, you have to relocate to San Francisco. Actually, do you know that? Is that a thing, Robin? I don't think it's a thing. They, they might they might have to be officially uh, registered as a Delaware company uh, for obvious reasons, but I, I don't haven't. think they need to be. I don't think there's a mandate for them to be based or headquartered officially in the U.S. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's a, a vanity plate issue, but um, yeah. So apparently, and and I outlined this in the article as well. I mean, I, I'm no programming genius, but even I understand what an API is, and rudimentary a rudimentary process of how to make a call. Uh, and so they're saying down to, uh, was it, uh, five API calls and you or I or any other tech-enabled company can start offering their own mobile phone services. So ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. Uh, Robin and I are going to work on this over the weekend. We're going to get five API calls all together. And then you too can have your mobile phone service provided by Tech EU stuffed with branding and ads. Don't want the ads? Pay us more. <laughs> Tech.de slash telco. Yes. New subsidiary over the weekend. I like. I said in the in the article, I said, well, you know, if I get my shit together here, I'm going to turn DT into my own uh, enterprise and take on BT here in the UK. <laughs> you know, <laughs> B, down with BT, up with DT. <laughs> which, by the way, DT already stands for Deutsche Telekom, which is relatively small competitor of DT already. Well, where do you think the family money comes from, Roman? There you go. You know, yeah, no, I got you it. think I do this oh. shit because I, I need to get paid? I do this job because I love it. Of course you do. Swimming in it. <laughs> On a serious note, wh- who are their customers? Like, wh- who are they targeting here? Well, I'm glad you asked, Robin, because uh, if you head on over to gigs.com, they are listing a whole bunch of partners, uh, you know, T-Mobile, blah, 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 uh, but not a single whisper of who their customers are. And uh, in the opening of the announcement, they spoke about using the money to further refine or upgrade their infrastructure, la di da da and at the very end, there's a quote from, who is it? It's uh, Dennis Bauer. He's co-founder. And he says, blah, 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 blah. With gigs, companies will be able to offer phone plans in any market they operate in all through the same integration. So 
I don't even know, are they operational? Are they functional? Have they raised $20 million without even having a product that's ready to go out the door? I don't know. It's all a bit of a mystery. Yeah, they're very, very, very fake. Like businesses can use this to set up their own uh, MVNO, which is a mobile uh, virtual network operator. Uh, but they don't really say which type of business or which size of company uh, right. they're targeting. Like I have no idea, but it, it'll be mm. interesting to follow. Up with DT. Down with BT. Robin, we are getting close to the mark. Uh, you got anything else before you got something else? <laughs> uh, well, I do want to talk about the, the buzz around Instabee. Hey, buzz around Instabee. Have you heard about this? So there, there, there's two companies in Sweden called Instabox and BudB that have decided to merge and become one company and to sort of you know uh, mm -hmm. attack the market in Europe uh, with a single offering. Are these the ones with like the post boxes, like the delivery Box. Yeah, so the, their last mile delivery comes. So every time you order something online and it needs to be delivered, there's a couple of options. You can get it delivered at home, uh, but gotcha. there's also parcel lockers. Uh, these companies do uh, both of these, right? So so they're basically sort of getting the stuff uh, to you or easier to you. Mm -hmm. um, and they, they started in Stockholm almost around the same time. Uh, one was last valued at $1 billion, the other at $700 million, so not too different in size. Uh, they were both operating in Sweden, Denmark, and the Netherlands, and then they were also operating in, in a couple of different countries. Uh, so it does make sense for them to combine, right? Um, but let's be honest here. The, the reason that they're combining is not because the opportunity is so huge, is because there is uh, a need for consolidation, because it's a very, very tough market. Uh, you know, when they last reached their valuations, they probably didn't have uh, the market conditions that they need to operate in now, uh, you know, dwindling numbers uh, of of uh, online orders. Um, so so it's getting more difficult for them to to operate, I'm sure. Uh, and I'm sure that's the reason behind their combination. But it'll still be interesting to watch because combined, they're a $1.7 billion company per definition. Uh, so sizable business. Uh, we'll see how they do it together. And the hive just keeps on going. There you go. I was waiting for something. Matt? Nah. <laughs> oh. You know, I, I, I'm sweet, but I'm I'm nothing compared to you, honey. No, the the deal needs to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, I got it! Look, there it is. I've got uncontrollable. La this just in: uncontrollable laughter from Robin's underwater. Robin, back to you. I don't have anything to add. Uh, <laughs> but I bet yeah. you do. One more thing is that the merger is not complete yet. Still needs to be approved by the Swedish uh, Competition Authority. But then. Uh, yeah, we're off to the, the races. Do do we, are there B races? <laughs> I don't know. Can you race? Is that a, a thing now? It doesn't make sense. No, I mean, bees, bees are dying. We got to protect the bees. All right, honey. Uh, let's move on to the one more thing. All right, sugar. Kick it. <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> the, the one more thing uh, today is that investors like the $300 million number. We had Swisscom Ventures raising a 300 million euro fund. We had Digital Transformation Capital Partners. DTCP announcing a third fund, uh, first closing $300 million. And then we had a climate venture firm called Extancia in Berlin, and they announced a 300 million euro platform, which I don't really know what that means, uh, but it is uh, a sizable pool of money to invest from. So those I thought was no notable. Magic number three, all good things come in threes, right? 
In 300 million, apparently. 300 million. Uh, Getty, Neil, and Alex. Robin's looking at me with a blank stare. That, those are the founding the three members. Three Stooges? Of- oh, my God. And any, <laughs> any Rush fans out there, I apologize on his behalf. Well, as I said earlier, Robin, we are getting close to the mark. We have got some damn fine people out there listening to us, and they are going to head right on into what hopefully is a damn fine weekend. Let's let them get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always... My name is Dan Taylor. Yours is not. I've this week, yes indeed, been joined by Robins Underwater. We are out of here. Ciao, ciao, ciao. If you're in Milan next week, come see me at Texture Milano. Bye.